0: Guys, welcome along to episode 113 for Friday, May 20th. It's an iPhone free zone today as we talk all about alternative mobiles with our good friend Jason Shaw over at Vision Aid Technologies. Yes, an iPhone free zone and blind guy. Whatever next? You're listening to Blind Guy Talks Tech, your daily accessible tech podcast. Now, here's that blind guy himself, Stephen Scott. Welcome back to Blind Guy Talks Tech. I am that blind guy, Stephen Scott. Good to have your company again today here on the podcast. And I am so pleased to be back with uh, Jason Shaw from Vision Aid Technologies. He's here hey, again. Hi, Kate. <laughs> oh, it's great to have you back, Jason. Uh, you know your wearables went down like a storm. Even even blind people were getting in touch saying that was interesting. Oh, that's good. Uh, Thank because you. you know what I think, what it is is a, what is brilliant about getting you on is we're not talking about the run of the mill everyday stuff. So yeah. you know we talk about the iPhones and we talk about the Androids and the PCs and the Macs and the, even the smart TVs and the, you know some other sort of you know almost like whatever you walk into curries and find kind yeah. of tech. But you know what you're bringing to the table is something a bit different and something that uh, can open up the world of tech to people who may think that, for example, a lot of that tech. Is just beyond them. Uh, Not that that's the case, but they may think that. Mm -hmm. And this technology that we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about alternatives to iPhone and Android. And Android there isn't in quotes because if we are honest about it, we are going to talk about some Android phones, but actually more about software that sits on top of those smartphones that makes them easier to use. That's something you can't do with an iPhone. So I can declare this as an iPhone free zone, Jason. <laughs> there will be people who will be jumping up and down. I, however, am cuddling my iPhone. I was going to say, let yours rings. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. My little iPhone mini here. Is just, don't, don't listen to this. Don't listen to them. Um, you're the only one for me. Uh, but let's talk about uh, the alternatives because for a lot of people, Jason, you know, let's be honest about it. A lot of people, A, don't want a smartphone, they might not need a smartphone. Um, some people who are new to blindness will be thinking, how am I going to get back into using a phone? Some people with low vision might not want all that. So where do you start in that journey when someone contacts you and says to you, I'm looking for a phone. I don't want all the bells and whistles, Jason. I just want something that I can make a call on. I can send a text.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I obviously pick up a lot from people when I go out and about and meet them um, because some people have already already started on that journey with a particular phone or a a anything and now they're struggling with that so they're looking for an alternative so um and it's 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 also down to how much vision somebody has or how little vision somebody might have or that might even have no vision at all depends on sort of what what might be suggested or what we might look into um but I, i tend to find that once especially sort of um the older generation, that if they want a simple, nice and easy to use phone, it's normally one of the Doro phones. You know, D D O R O, which are nice, simple to use phones. They do like a little flip one, um, uh, that and they do like um, they do one with that's got talking keys on it as well. That so it'll pre- say so if you press the four and the one and the seven on the keypad, it'll repeat that back. Um, that and they tend to be like a white phone with, with with black keys on. So they're quite a good contrast with the buttons as well. So people tend to start with that because it's a nice, simple phone and easy to use. Um, the downside is if, if you've got a progressive eye condition, something like macular degeneration, you know, th- there'll be a point when you will really struggle to use the phone because the screens are small. Because, you know, the, the advantage of, a, as we all know, with a smartphone, they have fairly nice-sized screens. Um where you don't get that on the more basic phones, you are limited to the screen size um, and
0: you- limited speech functionality as well. So if yes, you yeah. need that. It's not it's not there for long term.
1: Yeah, and you can get things like big, just even just big button phones. I think there's one called um, Art Phone A R T F O N E. I think it's spelt. That's like um that's like a basic big button mobile phone. So you can get simple things like that. Um, and then you start to move on to like like the Doro with the talking keypad, and there's what there's one by G Mark as well. Um, I think we sell that one. It's um it's, it's about sixty odd pounds. It's but that again, that's limited with its speech functionality. It's got nice um, key, keypad on it with a nice simple keypad, nice clear keypad.
0: And are you thinking that's for someone with low vision just now? So someone who has a little bit of vision who can see the screen perhaps.
1: Yes. But, so they but just need the-
0: that little bit more contrast, that little bit more. Um, De- definitive uh, or definition i should say when it comes to the buttons
1: yes exactly that so so it's ni- nice simple button layout as well so it's nice easy to navigate um you can even get phones that are very simple with no numeric keypad on you know where you can just 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 got four different memories on or three different we have heard of these yeah yeah where you can so a family member can program just the important numbers in and then you just basically press that number it dials that person so even simpler than a, than what what you and I class as a simple mobile phone.
0: I wish my gran had one of those when she was alive because you know she was. What we ended up doing was we got a phone and just your regular landline phone, but we would just program the buttons on it to be able yeah. to just dial the numbers and we'd just put the names next to it. And that yeah. worked for her. But yeah. something like this, just being able to pick it up and I'm right in saying that, that there's no other buttons on it. It's just a screen and there's the four buttons in this case. Uh, on the Doras, I think the ones I've seen, um, and and you could put a name yeah, and even a picture on them as well.
1: Yeah, the Doro do one. I think it's it's, it's a seven seven eighty X or something like that, seven eight zero X or something, of that, something like that. So I think it's, it's I think it is a seven eighty X, and it's just very simple, sort of A B C, so three three different things on it. And the G Mark one that we do has got a bit of both. So that's got like um, it's a flip phone, so it's got the numeric pad on it, but above the numeric pad you've got M one, M two, and M three, so you can program ah. three. Three, uh, those three buttons to to suit any any number that you wanted to dial, um, and
0: now we're we're talking we're kind of I guess verging in a little bit there to not just vision problems but I guess other issues as well. So for example, uh, I believe some of these devices are also used by people with early on stage or onset dementia. Yes. Um, other health and even just not even not even dementia so much but just you know memories failing maybe even yeah, well, you struggle
1: to remember num- uh, someone's number or you' struggle to find how to get into the menu to try and find the number
0: who remembers numbers exactly, yeah, exactly. i mean I, i've got no idea i could do with yeah. one of those phones I'll buy yeah one if you, of those. i mean
1: if you to be honest if you ask me my vision aid mobile number now i can't tell it you because I never i never, I never I, you never call yourself do you
0: i can guarantee yeah. you it starts with a zero i remember that about <laughs> yeah. it it definitely starts with a zero the rest yeah, of a, it a, i couldn't tell you yeah
1: a zero and a seven maybe yeah. But you're you're off. You're a little bit there.
0: Uh, okay, so let's talk a bit more then about the um, the alternatives. Then, so we're kind of talking low vision.
1: Yeah. So so once we're beyond these these phones, or if you've got somebody with very little vision or no vision at all, then you need to look at something that is more accessible, something that's going to give you maybe speech feedback that's still simple to use, but it will give you speech feedback in all areas of the phone so when you go into your address book it will read out the names and addresses when you put in information into the phone all that's read back um so a bit like you get a screen reader on a computer so so it gives you lots of information useful information and you you basically could use the phone without looking at the screen or if you have got some vision it's got nice large icons on the screen high contrast ones so that you can make use of that as well. So you, can, you have a bit of both. But if, if your vision deteriorates to this, the, the, the level where you can no longer make use of that screen, it doesn't really matter. The phone's still going to work for you. Um, and then you can look at doing simple things like you can do voice dialing and voice control as well, but in a very simple way.
0: And this leads us on to a phone which a lot of people are talking about at the moment, and understandably so, because it does fulfill all those needs. And I have to say, it feels like we've been waiting a long time for something like this, despite the advances in smartphone technology and accessibility. Uh, and this is an iPhone-free zone, so we're not going to talk about that. But, you know, with, with this particular device, it feels like, you know, it kind of covers off all those questions that I've got over the years, and I'm sure you have too. Mm. You know, I want the smart functions to some degree, but I I don't want a touch screen, and I just want physical buttons. And yes. that's what the Blindshell Classic provides. And in, nowadays, it's the Blindshell Classic 2. Yes.
1: Uh, so the original Blindshell Classic, um, obviously, has been now superseded by the Classic 2. Um, and I, I much prefer it actually as a phone because we, 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 sold the other, I think this, the other one's still available, but the, but the classic two is the new version. And the main issue I used to have with the older phone is the, the keypad was quite tricky to use because there was a navigation button on it. And I think people used to struggle because they were very close together. The buttons, people mm. used to press two buttons by accident. Yeah. But now they've completely redesigned the keypad. So it's it's really nice. And it feels a nice phone as well. And the beauty of the, the Blindshell Classic 2 is that you can use it as a very, very simple, fully accessible phone. So if you just want to make calls, do your text messages, and that's all you want to do, even if you just want to make calls. Brilliant phone. But then if you want to then, once you get used to the phone and more familiar with it, and you get more confident with it, then you can then... Use a lot of features that you could then normally get associated with a smartphone. You know, if you'd wanted to download WhatsApp, you know, the communication thing, you could download WhatsApp and use WhatsApp. Um, I've downloaded Google Lookout on my demo one as well, which is another thing which we'll talk about later. So, yeah, so and it's got an app store. On the phone as well so like you get on a modern smartphone but the difference with the app store on the blind shell 2 classic is you can only gain access and download um applications that they have fully tested with the phone brilliant so although it is it does run on android in the background um you, you know it, they've, they've limited the the app store um to only ones that they've tested so you can't download something and then you can't use it
0: See, is this is cool. what I love about what they've done with this phone, because they, mm. they haven't just created a skin on top of an Android device. Now, I know other companies do that, and we'll talk about some of those options. Yeah, And there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. That there's at some, all no. And there's actually some really good reasons why you might want to do that and, and have that as an option. But I think there are some people who might just want to have that feeling of a walled garden where they can't get lost, they can get back easily, they can't drift off into, you know, the on the, you know, onto a Google app or onto the internet and be completely lost and can't find their way back, which does yeah. happen with some of the other options. Um, and I think that, that this is brilliant. And again, it's even though it's built on Android, you wouldn't really know it's an Android device no. because it doesn't give you any indication of that. So a user doesn't have to worry about it. Uh, and all these apps, this is incredible. Google Lookout. Now you say that, and, and this now clicks because, of course, if it's Android, we can get Google Lookout on there. Which is brilliant Uh, for people who don't know. Maybe we should tell them what Google Lookout is.
1: Yeah, well, it's 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 an app that uses the camera on the phone. So then you can and you can do things like you can have uh, on um, food notifications. So if I want to find out what a piece of food is in my cupboard, I can activate Google Lookout and hover it above, hold the phone above the actual. Like I've got a few examples here. I'll show you in a minute. So like maybe a packet of crisps or a tin, and, you, and once the camera sees it, it can then tell you what actually food item that is. Um, Absolutely speech, it re- And also, you can use it to hover it above text. So if you've got a letter that comes through, I can hold it above the letter, and it will read the letter to me.
0: I mean, how cool is that, that that would be inside Essentially, a Nokia 3310, right? I mean, I, I, yeah. when you think about it, that is so cool, right? My is, Nokia yeah. 3310, I could play Snake, just, um, yeah. you know, forget the internet. Uh, this thing is, is able to read letters to you, read your information, and do all this privately. That is that's incredible. That is an incredible yeah. thing.
1: Yes. So it's, it's so it's, that's that's what I love about the Blind Shell 2 um, Classic, because you've got that simplicity if you want just the simplicity, but then if you want those extra things, you can... if. Just download one app, try it, have a little go with it. If you don't like it, you can delete it. Or, uh, But if, if you like that, you can download more apps. And as you get more confident with it, what I also like about the apps as well is like, for example, like WhatsApp, if you download that and, and if you do struggle with it and you're trying to work around the screen, you can show it to someone uh, like a family member who's fully sighted. And on the screen, it looks exactly the same as it does on a smartphone. So it's right. easy for them to provide support to you.
0: Good. Yeah, that's that's a big help. Yeah, yeah you don't, because if it was you don't just text have the, on the screen.
1: Sometimes a bit, oh, I don't, I don't get that. I don't understand it because it looks different on the screen, but it looks exactly the same.
0: But you don't have the touch screen on this. There's no touch. No,
1: no touch screens.
0: That's good. I think a yeah. lot of people will like that. Uh, what's the price of that these days?
1: It's 379 which sounds expensive, but I think it's quite reasonable for what it does.
0: You know what, if you'd said to me it was just a phone that you can make calls and text on, I might say, yeah. but but the fact yeah. it has all those smart functions as well, and it's more than that. You can listen to podcasts, you've got internet radio, you've yep. got, you know, what? I think there's even an FM radio in there. Uh, yeah, there's an FM radio, in.
1: internet radio. You can even listen to The Blind Guy Talks Tech.
0: Well, you know, <laughs> I, I'm not encouraging people to do that, but if they wish to do it, that is entirely <laughs> up to them. Um it is an incredible uh, little device. I, I must, I've must. i got the, the Blindshell Classic 1. They very kindly sent me out. I mm. don't know their thoughts on the Blindshell Classic 1 anymore because they haven't asked for it back. So I don't know if that tells me something. But yeah. certainly the Blindshell Classic 2 seems to have, you know, I think this company clearly are listening to their, their customers. They're, hear, they're hearing what people are saying. Mm. And they're bringing out the new technology. The good thing as well is that if you buy one of these, a bit like any other smartphone these days, you don't have to worry about buying a new one next year. This Actually, this is one of the best things about this tech in our space. You know, there's a new iPhone every year. Yes. There's not a new BlankShield Classic every year. And that's a good thing. Yes. You spend your money. But the good thing is you do get the updates. You do get new apps. You'll get new features. So you know, every day you might open up your phone, there may be something new for you to try, which I, I think is brilliant. That, that makes 379, when you think about it, not a huge outlay considering you know other smartphones are coming in at more than that for sure unless you're buying refurbished
1: yeah and i even updated mine this morning because it was i'd switched on i'd not had it on for a week or so so i switched it on and it and it and it and it fired up and then i went to check for updates and that's all accessible you see it reads all that out Mm. to you it it says downloading installing or and then it will tell you it's up to date when it's finished if you try and look again it will say that everything's up to date um and then it will say update successful. So it it sort of takes you along the journey. So so every step of the way, you know, you know exactly what's happening. So you don't think, oh, I wonder what it's doing now. Or uh, everything's fully accessible on it. It's brilliant.
0: Yeah, really, really impressive. I, you know, it's interesting because I said to you at the top there about um, Blindshell and and how this was an Android phone that has been repurposed with this technology or has been. Uh, you know had an app added on the front, but actually, if I remember rightly, I think that's how blindshell started out. wasn't it that they had an Android phone and they had a skin like a silicon skin which sat over the top of the phone, and that's where it yeah, all I began remember that yeah. yeah, yeah, and so yeah. so, so it, interestingly they've they've gone the other way with that. They could have gone down that route um yeah. because that that did work pretty well, and it was the first time we saw a way for someone to identify uh, numbers and buttons on mm. a touch screen. Yes. Um, but they've moved away from that. I imagine that's probably due to feedback. People want physical buttons from this device. And yeah. look, this is not for everyone. But no. the point is, it's a, it, you know, there's no point saying that to the, because the people who want an iPhone or an Android, you know, they're going to go and get that. Yeah, this is not for them. And I think this is a really if you're looking for a phone for your mum or for your dad, um, I think even there's, there's a few uh, there's a few blind people, a few blind kids. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be too surprised. will get one of these rather than an iPhone because they're a lot cheaper and far more <laughs> robust. Yeah, uh, it's so, a, yeah, it's a it's a nice. It
1: feels good quality as well, and it's a. And oh, it's fired up now. I touched it.
0: Yeah, it is. You've got, and it's it's nice got, and loud uh, as well.
1: Yeah, it is loud. A lot. That that's another big thing from the old one. It's it's a very loud phone. Mm. So it's got a good volume on it, and it's got the they've moved the volume instead of having it a, a tricky volume control that was on the other one. They've put it on on the side of the phone. So you've got a um, press up the top part of the button, and it goes it goes a higher volume and then the, the obviously the the bottom part the button comes down and it's that's that decreases the volume so they've got it on a nice separate button in a logical place as well we'd expect it to be on the side of the phone the volume mm-hmm. down like it is on most phones and then what they've done they've re, completely redesigned the keypad so you've got your numeric pad but above there there's a section um where you've got two rows of three keys okay then you've got You've got the very, very tactile. So you've on, on the five on the keypad, you've got a nice pronounced little bump, so you know exactly where the centre of your, 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 your standard numeric keypad is. And then to, to navigate the menus, you've got like a, like a large minus sign, I suppose it feels like, and it's and they've got one above the other. So to go down the menus, you obviously press the down one. And you press up to go up the other one. And when you navigate the menu, it gives you the number. So if you go into the main menu, for example, let's just wake it up again application so we go back call one of seven. it says call one of seven okay so mm. that means that obviously that's the first item in a, in, a, in a group of seven options in that menu so once you get familiar with the menu if i wanted some if i knew for example like the text messages was option three or two or whatever it might be you can just press two or three on the keypad and it will take you straight there rather than you have to navigate to it
0: oh that's good Yeah, so the the more you
1: use it, the more familiar and quicker you get at navigating the menus.
0: Mm, that's, That's brilliant. That's really good. Can we, can we hear what uh, or how Lookout behaves? Because I think I'm intrigued by this.
1: Yeah, go on then. <laughs> so let me just tell you a bit like about a live the, demo, yeah, just Jason. a little bit more about the keypad. So to the, the navigate up and down you've got, and to the right of on the, on the top row to the left, you've got a notifications button. So if I get a text message, I've got an actual dedicated button to go straight into notifications. So I can wherever oh, wow. I am on the phone, I can go straight and listen to the message I've just received whether that's from WhatsApp whether it's from um, just a normal text message wow. on the right hand side of of the top navigation button you've got another uh, dedicated button and that repeats anything that's on the screen so anything that's on the screen and if you didn't hear it properly you just press that and it repeats the information on the screen again so that's quite nice that's amazing. and then on the, on the, below that on the next row down you've got your your down menu go navigate down menu then to the left of that you've got it's a green button. So if you have got some vision, you can see it, but it's a round button. So that's like your accept or your enter button. And then to, to the right of that, you've got like a, um, like a forward slash. It feels like a, it's like an angled forward slash button, which is le- labeled red. So that's like your cancel or go back button. So, so let me go into Google Lookout then. Message
0: contact, applications, four of seven.
1: I go to browser, I go into applications. Okay, and then I'll go down to um, Google Tools, I'll go into Vision Aids because books. there's some vision aids Aid. on it. Vision Aids, seven of eight. Seven of eight going there. Peapers. One of colour indicator. Color Two indicator. Six. So I can check the colour of things. Google Lookout. Google lookout. Three here we go. Six. Look help. Here we go. So I come down. Check Turn recent. No product in view. Explore beta. Food. And it's telling later, me no product selected. in view. So I've got some products here. No product in view. So I've got view. a packet of Walker's cheese and onion crisps. No and it's from in a multi-pack. View. And actually, it detects that, actually, because it says no multiple flavors. listen view.
0: Walker's, Walker's, Walker's cheese and onion flavor crisps,
1: 175 grams, 175 grams. That's good, isn't it? So it says Walker's cheese and onion crisps. Earlier, it actually said um, multiple flavors was available. So I think Walker's it, cheese and onion crisps, 6X. There you go. I've got some peanuts. Here we go. Here we go. Just hold it above it. Marmite yeast extract, oven baked cashew nuts. Marmite nuts. <laughs> they're an acquired
0: taste. I was going to say, yeah, there's a yes or no on that one. But
1: then you've got, I've got like a even curved surfaces like tins and things. I chose those those deliberately those products because it's quite a crinkled package. So if you've got a text to speech normal reader, it might struggle because it's not a flat surface, you know, that's and it's right. got yep. a lot of shine on it. But it doesn't bother Google Lookout, no so let's try. i hold it above the tin of strawberries. Iceland strawberries. <laughs> that makes me laugh because if you're a bit of a, a shopping snob, they're, they're um, it says Iceland strawberries were actually from Sainsbury's. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, and I, I noticed love it does that on product So sometimes it doesn't get exactly where it's from correctly. Oh, but, that it, is but, it, but it'll get the product, yeah. So you think oh, I've never been to Iceland?
0: Uh, you know, I, I once, I once had a friend who actually served up a meal to a bunch of food snobs, and it was all uh, you know, they only ever go to M and S, and they only ever go to Waitrose. <laughs> and my friend went to Iceland and bought all the dinner and yeah. laid it out, but they actually had the packaging they had like a couple of packets from M&S from before so they just put that in the bin so it looked like they'd used <laughs> yeah. it and everyone was talking about how wonderful the food was and at the end he revealed the news it and uh, yeah it was I, I just wish I'd been there to see it because yeah. I just I can't I can't abide all that Jason I'm an yeah. Iceland guy I love you know I don't care Yeah,
1: so don't, if, if so be careful when you're using Google Lookout don't go back to St. Andrew's complaining that they've sold you strawberries <laughs> from Iceland
0: but isn't that brilliant I mean look at that from a device yeah. like that yes. that is incredible and that is going to be so empowering for a lot of people. But I think that alone will be a feature a lot of people will will be interested in. Um, now, there's another thing you met that actually we heard there in the menu, and I saw this advertised recently from uh, Blind Shell, which is the beeper. So this yes. is like a, I guess, like a kind of an AirTag, Apple AirTag tile type device that you can, I guess, buy extra to locate things around the home, or is that the idea?
1: Yeah, so you've got, so you, a, there are a couple of things, um, really cool things on it. There's one, there's the beepers one that you heard there, um, which, which you can buy. It's, it, it's, it's like a little square key ring, but it's got a little hole in it. So you can put it on a set of keys or you can put some, put it on anything really. And then you can locate it with the phone. Now, yeah. Just what I did then is I obviously navigated all the way through to um, the VisionAids menu and went into that. But if if that if like Google Lookout, which I use quite a lot when I'm demonstrating, and I also like to show the beepers and things like uh, items like that on the right-hand side of the blind shell phone, you've got a you've got a favorite app button. So Mm -hmm. so with so I put all those in there. So all as I normally would do is tap is tap the button on the side. Five. And now it, it's only got my favorite apps in there. And you can add them or remove them from that from that location. So it makes it quick and easy to get to them. So any that you use quite a lot, you can just simply move them to there.
0: So this is this is quite a device. I mean you're selling this is, yeah. to me. You really are. You're selling this to me, Jason. I think I might be placing an order because this is <laughs> here's a question though, because I think this would sell it to me if it did. Um you, it's got Bluetooth in it, right? Yeah. Could you connect a keyboard to it? I don't know never tried it i'd love to try that yeah i'd love to try that yeah because you think about it right one of the one of the barriers here for people like me using something like this would be the text keyboard because you know yeah. going back to t9 fills me with dread it takes me back to my school days with my <laughs> first yeah. Back yeah. page you go it uh, does yeah it, motorola yeah. um you know t you know h E, yeah. uh, to be know. honest,
1: I wish I'd thought about that, because when you connect it to, obviously, to your Wi-Fi, because I, I have it connected to Wi-Fi as well for my updates and things, mm. then <laughs> then um, it would have been easier to type the Wi-Fi. In. That's true, yeah. But you yeah. Did, I got used to it quite quickly, actually, typing it in. but it, well, you it's do. Just, it is more frustrating, yeah, I think.
0: I, think, I You're not going to write War and Peace on it. No. Um, you're not going to write your memoirs, but for noting out a quick text is good. It also does have a, a, a dictation, or is, is it voice? Yeah, you can do voice dictation. Yeah. So the button on the side that's the, that takes me quickly
1: into the apps, if I tap that, then it lists, it goes into the menu with all my favorite taps in. But if I hold that button down instead, it beeps and it says, I listen after a beep and then it beeps and then, then you give it a voice command. So then you can go to somewhere in the menu, run an app, or you can, you can actually just dictate information to it as well.
0: Right. So that's, now that's, if you were in, say, like a text field, right? So if you were sending a text message, for example, or, yeah, you could dictate that message out, yeah?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly that, yeah. Well, that that does make, yeah, yeah,
0: that makes it interesting. And again, all that's using Google's engine to do that. So, yeah. It's going to be as accurate as Google is. I think that's the thing as well. It's backed by, you know, one of the major players. It's not like some OS from somewhere else that someone's created. We're not running on Windows CE over here. Yeah. Um, that's good. No, this is this really interesting product. Okay, so we spent a bit of time on Blindshell Classic because I have to say that that does really appeal, yeah. and you know that certainly covers. Can I just we've tell you about to...
1: one more thing, Stephen? Sorry well, to well, interrupt. Just, just, just yeah. to say
0: before that, so everything we've talked up to the Show Classic is low vision. Yes. Once you're getting to the point where your vision is going, and you maybe need something, or maybe your vision is gone, hmm. even if you are low vision, or totally blind, or somewhere in between and losing sight, the Blindshell Classic is the phone, isn't it? Works it? Because for you, yeah. Yeah. It's going to have everything. Yeah, in that category.
1: Yeah. So if if you've envisioned, if you've got something like macular degeneration, we don't normally lose your eyes altogether. But it doesn't matter what level you get to get to, and even if you did have an eye condition which is deteriorating, or you've got no vision at all already, it doesn't matter because the phone doesn't really rely on your vision. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you, you've got you've got full speech feedback in all areas, then you're fine. Yeah.
0: And, and and just to be clear for people who are maybe you know coming into this and saying well hang on what about iPhones and Androids yes well yeah you do have all those options but we're talking here specifically about this category yes. which um you know no touchscreen. No button. Well, physical buttons. No touchscreen is, is the key.
1: Yeah, because we, I know it's supposed to be an iPhone free zone. And iPhones are great. Don't get me wrong. Love iPhones. Love them to bits. The accessibility is brilliant on an iPhone. But like you say, they're not for everyone. No. And and some people do suffer st- um, suffer with the you know struggle with the dexterity on it. When you know when you put the voiceover on, you know yourself, the gestures change. So you yeah. might have to use three or four finger gestures, which that's difficult if you've got arthritis or, you, you, you know, you struggle um, in that way anyway. And it's quite a tricky thing to uh, – a tricky skill to learn, you know, yeah. to be doing four finger – three and four finger swipes and you get the rotor and you put your finger on the screen you turn it and you're swiping up and down, you know. It's not easy. No. No, no, no. But they are brilliant phones.
0: <laughs> exactly. That's right. Um, okay. Okay. So Your Classic 2, we love it. Uh, the yeah. Return of the Killer Classic, um, we're, we're loving it. Um, what else? What else are we uh, looking at? Can I at just here? tell you about what? Oh, more sorry, feature? Yeah, yeah right, you sorry. see, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm terrible at my job, Jason. Yeah. So please, well, so, do some carry of
1: up. you will be familiar with a product from the RNIB called, um, uh, oh, I've forgotten what it's called now. Um, the the pen that records, Pen Friend. Oh, Pen Friend. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. The, for the Pen Friend. So you've got a similar feature on the on the Two Classic as well. Oh wow! Because it's, it's it's able to use NFC tagging so it's got an so what does nfc stand for near near field
0: communication is it communication let yeah. not let's just imagine it is yeah let's just
1: imagine it is and we we know what we're talking
0: about so <laughs> it's on the internet so it's fact we have said yeah.
1: it though. <laughs> yeah we read it somewhere so um, <laughs> so what that means is with the with the blind show you get a you get a few little stickers with it which are circular stickers okay which are what you're, what's called these 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 very clever nfc tags so you can buy more of these things um so what you can do then is you can stick that on on an object or or whatever you want a CD or a or something that's important to you, and then you can either put text onto that, record text on, uh, you know, type actual text and store it on it. So then when the blind shell comes nearer to it, it reads the text back, or you can actually put a recording on it. So I, I, I'll I'll show you quickly oh. on this one. So I've got a tank here, and I this will make you laugh because I made this for a bottle of tequila. Okay. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> So, so, I'm, I'm, I'm going to find the actual item in here.
0: NFC object tagging. Uh, yeah. Two of five. So, I'll go into that. Read tags. Read tags. One of three. Approach the tag to the back of your phone. So, I will do. Tequila, it makes me happy. There you go. <laughs> I was going to say, did you drink the uh, tequila first <laughs> yeah. and then do the tag, or was it prior?
1: It sounds like it did, where you listen to I our think, I think of the tag. You,
0: I think you drank the tequila first, yeah. or at least you emptied some other bottle first. Yeah, so that's um, quite
1: a nice little thing, because it's a bit like a pen friend as well, you see. But you can re-record, obviously, that over as many times as you want and replace I, the I'm amazed it. by this.
0: I am yeah. amazed by the amount of features this thing has. It's, and it feels quite... Um, It feels well produced. I mean, I know that the physical device is good. It's a solid device. Mm. But also, it feels like there's been not just a lot of thought going into it, but a lot of development and continuing development. And I love the fact it's kind of building its little ecosystem. Yes. Yeah, that's really, really nice. It's exciting,
1: isn't it? It's a good phone.
0: Okay, so I mentioned earlier that this is an iPhone and an Android free zone, but it can't really be an Android free zone because we just talked about Blind Show Classic, which runs on Android, yeah, uh, but there are others, right? So let's talk about Synaptic, the other uh, name in the game when it comes to um and I, I always get in trouble when I say simple and easy to use or even you know entry level. people don't like me saying that, yeah, um but it's my show, so I say it <laughs> um and it's it because I think it is to some degree it's 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 certainly more simplistic. But that's yeah. not a bad thing. It's easier. So let's talk about Synaptic.
1: Yeah. So what Synaptic is, it's, a, it's, it's, it's actually um, from a UK company. Mm. Um, and there it's, it's a front-end piece of software, is probably what we refer to it as. So you imagine a normal Android phone. And the advantage to an Android phone, which is what we talked about earlier, standard smartphone, is the fact that it's got a larger screen on it. So if you can make use of that screen, if you've got enough vision to make use of that screen, it can be quite a useful device. Um, however, like you say, even with the accessibility options that, that you have on Android phones, it can be quite difficult to navigate and to use the phone. So what Synaptic software does is you, you get this software, it's installed on the phone, and it when then once it's installed, the the phone is then much simpler and easier for somebody with a visual impairment to then use or navigate. So it makes it either a nice, simple menu system, which is what most people use. So at the top it might say uh, make a phone call, um, and then it might say um, send e- send an email. So you've got emails, browse the web. So you get all the features that you'd normally get on your smartphone, but that it does all that clever stuff in the background. But it, but for the user, it's a very simple n- uh, menu to navigate. So you put your finger on the screen of the touch screen, and then it doesn't actually normally. If if you touch a touch screen, it responds instantly and then goes off and does something. So that that. Panics people and puts them off. Where the the synaptic software means that you you place your finger on the screen, and then it doesn't do anything until you let go. So you slide your finger down the menu, or when you find what you want, when it announces it, or whether when you can, if if you if you've got if you've got enough vision, you'll be able to see it because you can also magnify these menus, and you can also make them high contrast. You've got lots of configuration to make it more usable. And then you can slide your finger down. And when you get to what you want, you can release your finger off the screen and then it goes into that, that, that item. So it might go into your text messages. And when you want to come out, you slide your finger to the top left-hand corner of the screen, which is always ex- exit and go back. And then you let go and it will go back out of that. And again, you can use it as a very simple system if you just want to make phone calls and do text messages. Or then you, if you, once you get more advanced, then you've got things like, like we were talking about on the blind shell. You know, you can get WhatsApp and you can do all the other clever bits and bobs on it. But it's it's a way of utilizing a a normal smartphone if you prefer a touchscreen interface.
0: And it's interesting because I said earlier, you know, one of the things about this is that you are, you know, with a blind shell, you're in a walled garden, whereas synaptic, you're kind of not. You've you've got a gateway into the other world, essentially, the the Android world. Yes. Now, that's a good thing. yeah so you can venture in and out
1: of it so when you get more confident you can venture out have a little play go back
0: and you know that can be really useful for people i I think a lot of people might find that they get to know how to use a smartphone through something like the synaptic and then they develop on and they don't have to go and buy a new device they've got it yeah which is also
1: you can buy the synaptic you can buy the software if you've already got an existing phone okay um so even if, if you've got one of the family members that's upgrading to a new phone, you might be looking to get a free phone and then get, get the software. Because the, the software, you know, you can buy the software. I think it's 249 just for the software. Mm. Um, but then you can buy actually that comes pre-configured on a device. And that ranges from about just over 300 to, I mean, you can go mad with it. Because if you, if, you if you want the latest one of these folding phones with the big screens on where it folds in half and, you know, you're going to pay big big phone screen money. You know, you're yeah. going to be talking about seventeen hundred pounds for the system on on a phone like that. So, and you can get
0: tablets as well, right? You can get big. Yeah, screen that's tablets. because it's an
1: Android-based um, system. You can also, if you're doing a lot of video calls with family and you can make use of a screen, then you might want to decide to have it on a, an Android tablet instead. And you can also get Android tablets with SIM cards in, so you could you could even use the Android tablet as a phone.
0: I've got to say, for someone who's low vision, who benefits from large clear to read text synaptic on a tablet is a brilliant idea
1: it is yeah it is it's a great idea so then you can have it in a you can have it as a menu system or if you prefer like individual big tiles on the screen you can have it like that you've got different ways of viewing it but it's a lovely simple system to use
0: it reminds me a little bit of dolphin guide
1: yes it's very 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 similar uh, but dolphin guide is obviously for windows based yeah it's for pc yeah yeah, yeah. But that, that's interesting you, you can't get a microsoft phone anymore can you
0: No, you can't. It died, didn't it? So why would you recommend synaptic to someone? What would be the, the the, the, the thing that you would say, this is maybe for you? And who specifically would you aim at? Someone low vision, someone losing sight, no vision?
1: Well, normally I've got the luxury of normally being with people so I can show them. The difference and i tend to ask which they would prefer whether they prefer a touch screen because that's the big thing if they prefer tactile buttons then it's the, it's the blind shell too classic all day long you know but if 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 they say well no i quite like i'd quite like to have a touch screen because you know before i lost my vision i was using a, a normal smartphone but i'm really struggling now you know and if they've tried the accessibility options already but really struggling with that i say well maybe you should try synaptic because that, that sort of will make that much easier for you you know so you can keep the same phone if you've got an android phone um, and then and then just install this over the top and then you're away but it's yeah it's a bit of just just chatting away to them and and see and some people have tried things before so they might have already tried things or they know somebody often know people who've got one and, and they say well no I don't really like that so it's 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 the, which is why we really I wanted to talk about the phone because phones because there's such a variety out there and it's very confusing for people and it's it's a difficult area but it's the thing that we've all become to rely on a mobile phone everyone needs one these days
0: the one thing that i would say though um which you know while we were talking about blind shell i was thinking in my head of all the apps i use every day and i don't use a lot i mean i think that's probably true for a lot of people yes They don't use as many apps as they think they do. We might all go off and download apps. I was on a downloading app frenzy for a while when I first got my (laughs) iPhone. I was downloading everything under the sun, and now now I think about it, I rarely use you know maybe what ten apps, maybe, and they're all the same or or the same apps every day. Yeah, but there are a lot of apps out there that I use every day. For example, my banking app, Mm. which will not be available on Blind Show Classic, no, not, not yet. Okay, not yet. Um. Synaptic is going to take me to the original banking app if I use it. Yes. On the Android side, which means I do have to get to know TopBack to some degree. So there's still a little bit of a disconnect, and there's still a challenge, I guess, when it comes to certain applications. Yeah. If if we're saying to someone, this phone will give you the same experience as an iPhone, but without a touchscreen, or with, with with buttons, or you know, in a walled garden. That's not strictly true, is it? Your cow kind of still, no, no, you still needs access in some ways to the other features.
1: Yeah. It's difficult. Yeah, and it's always worth, if, if you use a particular app, it's always worth reporting it back to these people as well, you know, to, back to Blindshell and stuff and see if they could do anything to make that app accessible for you because, obviously, if they make it accessible for you, then it benefits a lot of other people, that's you right. know, and they're only going to do these things when people give them feedback, you know, because if they don't know, they can't do anything about it. So it's always useful to always give feedback on, on these devices because it can only make things better for everyone in the future. Um, but yeah, you're right with the, like the banking apps and things like that. And you might use it with a snaptick and come out of the snap. You might have to drop out and you go in and use it and you might not get exactly the accessibility that you need because it might not read the right things all the time. Yeah, But I suppose that's one of the things we've all learned to live with um, quite a lot. You know, you you've, you've, you sort of you think, well, it reads okay, and I can get the bit I want, and I know when it says this, it really means that, you know, because you've had a bit of sighted help, and mm. somebody said to you, well, no, actually, you need to you need to swipe the screen four times to get to this, and then it will be, then then you'll be where you need to be, you know. So, yeah, there's nothing that's perfect, is there? That, that's 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 going to work. And I, I I suppose would you would you say that probably still the best access is is by using the, the standard accessibility features on the phone, or do you still struggle with some apps?
0: Well, it's interesting because I, you know, for many years I've said, I think people, if they're going down the smartphone route or or are interested in that, if they are going to use apps, Mm. they should probably invest their time in either iPhone or Android accessibility. Yes. Because essentially all these devices lead you towards that. It's not that one's easy and therefore is. It's just that they all lead you towards it because in Synaptic's case, if I want to use the banking app, I have to come out of synaptic. That means I have to turn on TalkBack, and I've got to use that. And if I have never touched TalkBack, mm. frankly, I might be scared. That might feel like the Wild West in the way that when I was starting out with a screen reader on a PC, the internet was a terrifying place for me because I thought, at least in the operating system, I know where everything is, I know where all the buttons are. As soon as you venture online, everything changes. So. Yeah what's a link what link is it i'm looking for? Where's the link and you I think know,
1: Synaptic have, I think Synaptic have sort of started to work more on that now because they have talkback running in the background so that when you do go into an app and it doesn't read it with their their stuff that talkback's already running and it runs because they used to have an issue you know when you'd phone like a for a, for a cab or or, a, or or phone one of these places where you, you say press option one for this and mm. press option two for this um. Where on the earlier synaptic systems, once once the, the actual keyboard came up for the, mobi- for the mobile phone popped up onto the screen, it, it wouldn't read it with the synaptic voice. So then you were lost. You didn't know what to press and you couldn't access the keyboard properly. So now they have a sort of a thing where both are running at the same time and it sort of jumps between the two, which is quite neat. So oh, that's good. So they are getting a little bit there with that. But yeah. Tricky one, it's,
0: it? it's it's tricky, but again, it depends on the individual. It depends on their capability. And if if, for example, touchscreens are just not possible, then something like the blind shell might do it. You know, yeah. it, it's just that it really is horses for courses on this, mm. and that's why when people say to me, "What would you recommend?" and they immediately answer me for myself and say, "You're just going to tell me to buy an iPhone, aren't you?" And my response is usually, "Well, it depends. It really depends on what you want to do with it." Uh, if it's just for making calls, if it's just for connecting with people, then, you know, something like the blind shell might do the job. Mm-hmm. Again, you might not even need to go that far. It depends on your level of vision. Again, it depends on your level of dexterity. Yeah. That's why all we can do is offer advice, like what you do at your company, mm-hmm. is offer advice. In your case, you get out and you meet people. You can recommend products. And you're actually seeing that person. You can get a sense of what they may need as opposed to yeah. we're just we're generally just throwing out this information. but. It's up to it's up to people, I think, to contact someone like you to really hone in on exactly what it is. You've you've now got the knowledge of all the different products. Yes. But talk to an expert who can actually direct you towards the right one for that individual. Mm. Um, so I think I think it's it's very difficult to to define what is the right thing because what's right yeah. for me isn't necessarily right for you. I mean, are you an Android guy or are you? A...
1: Yeah, I do like Apple stuff though, but I am an Android guy mainly because of right. Google and because I use Google Maps a lot in the car for navigation. So. I went on to Android, and because back when I used to have an Apple phone, it was used still using the Apple mapping system, and it wasn't as good as a as Google Maps. So, yeah, and I moved over to Android, and just never gone back. My wife's a um, she's a, she's Apple all day long. You know, she loves a, her Apple phone
0: and would never swap it. And that's it, right? Yeah. So, what, what works for you doesn't work for someone else, and, exactly. and it's we don't have to fall out over it. I no, mean, no, clearly, not, you, not clearly you've made the wrong choice, yeah. but yeah. You know. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh i love winding up Android people i just love it i could do it all day long um i'll go in but, no, bye yeah, <laughs> it was lovely it was lovely having yeah. vision aid on the show for yeah. the two weeks to two times it lasted yeah. um, but i mean i
1: mean even like a simple thing you know i've gone out to demonstrate to people like expensive reading technology and, and then and i've noticed they've got a really fancy phone and they're pretty good at using it and i say we well, do you realize you get an app that does that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. you know, so
0: that's that's actually it, isn't it? Sometimes yeah. it's where you are already. People don't even realise half the time they've got the solution. Yeah, and and you know, you just saying to them, hey, you know, you could download Seeing AI, or you could download yeah. Lookout if it's Android. Which, by the way, you know, I, I might take a, a few swipes at Android over the years, and it's all for fun. I promise you, <laughs> um, because I think Google have done an incredible job. Yeah. on accessibility and building top back up. You know, they started later in the day, and they've they've caught up without a shadow of a doubt. But I think Lookout is a triumph of an app. Yes. It is an absolutely brilliant, brilliant. app. And I, I would say it's even better. We did a, a test on the show one week uh, where we talked. Uh, we actually put uh, Seeing AI, Super Sense. And look out to the test, and look how just blew them all out. I mean, it was just incredible how, yeah, fa- how fast it was as well.
1: Yeah, it's good. It's it's fast. It's accurate.
0: Well, listen, Jason, it's been great having you on. Uh, having a pop at you for buying an Android phone. <laughs> well, but we're still friends. You see, that's the thing on this show. We always leave. Why well, you say that? It's <laughs> friends. Okay, fine. Um, it was lovely knowing you. Get off my show. Uh, yeah. But no, listen, it's been great having you on. And uh, you know, I, I I know a lot of people are going to want to ask more questions to you, and I encourage them to do that because. You know the thing about Vision Aid, and you know the the thing is, and you can you can confirm this. You don't pay me any money to say anything about your company. Nope. Or to you insult don't, me, or to insult <laughs> you. Uh, yeah. well, you do pay me for that, but that's another story. Um, but no, I mean, look this this is a very much a, a, a friendship here, and it's an opportunity for me to. Uh, to showcase companies that I think do a great job. And I don't get anything out of it personally, which is fine. I'm not interested in that. What I'm interested in is making sure people get impartial information and the right information based on their circumstances. And your company provides that, and I know you do, on a regular basis. So tell people how they can get in touch with you, uh, call you, email you, whatever.
1: Okay, so if you want to get in touch, um, our telephone number is 01775- 711 977 so that's O one double seven five 977 and you can email us at if best if you use our info one so info at visionaid.co.uk that's info info at visionaid.co.uk
0: okay uh well uh we wish you all the best uh we will be back of course with you again soon um, we haven't okay. decided what our next topic is going to be, so I look forward to learning what that is. Yeah, um, but of course you have so many different products to talk about, so we'll look forward to that. And you know, if anyone wants to send in a question for Jason on a future episode, or maybe has a, a direct question uh, to put to, him, maybe we do that. Maybe we get some questions from our audience and we put them directly to you, Jason, in some kind of rapid fire. Um, you know yeah, answer it, do, it yeah. or your, your job's yeah. gone type thing you know um, yeah no, not,
1: not why doesn't it why doesn't he have an iphone <laughs> yeah why did a guy not buy an iphone what's wrong yeah. with him what's um, wrong with this
0: lad he said he knows about technology <laughs> <laughs> some would argue because you know about tech you bought an android phone that, yeah. that's I, I, I can hear that argument right now uh, but jason um, it's been great having you on thank you so much come back soon yeah, brilliant. Thanks, Stephen. Bye. And don't forget, if you want to get in touch with Vision Aid, you can do so via their websites for a full catalogue of what they sell, visionaid.co.uk or you can call 0800 002 5555. That's 0800 002 5555. That's it for our show today. Thank you so much for listening. As always, we're back with the weekend edition next. And of course, uh, plenty more to come Uh, here on blind guy talks tech don't forget the website for all the very latest you'll find us at blindguytalkstech.com if you want even more blind guy in your life visit blindguytalkstech.com for previous episodes find us on your podcast apps or ask lady a or lady g to play blind guy talks tech podcast on apple podcasts thanks for listening catch you tomorrow